Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, Cutting Through the Manure Online. Uh, this week's topic is one that we kind of swore we'd never do, right, girls? We were, we were like, we're never going <laughs> to exactly. talk gender. We don't really want to isolate half of our listenership, blah, blah, blah. Well, here we are. We're about six weeks in, and uh, it's just kind of kept hitting us over the head. So sometimes you discover when you're writing a podcast that you have clear intentions of what you're going to do and not do. And next thing you know, you find yourself doing exactly the opposite. So here we are. Uh, Women in Ag has been suggested to us as a podcast topic several times. And so as a trio here, we can only speak about our thoughts and experiences. So this doesn't dismiss or negate what other women may have experienced. And we definitely want, you know, to open the line of of communication about it. We want to have a conversation that's open, honest, and and one that is, is listening to all sides of things. So we also acknowledge the fact that we, the three of us, have strong personalities. You may not have noticed but really we do apparently i'm going off from what this know. outline says here and it says that we have strong personalities wow. i always thought i was diminutive <laughs> um right we, me too you know so we may not have had the same encounters as others and we're not saying there's a big difference between strength and strong personalities too so don't think that if you've had a bad encounter and we're saying it's because you're lacking in some way that's not it basic Basically, don't blame us for anything. Exactly. We're just kind of having this disclaimer. So in saying that, we're right. here um, to discuss this topic from our views, from what we've seen, you know, and in our first initial thoughts were to just do a 30 second podcast that said, suck it up and and deal with it, which is exactly what my mother always told me about anything that upset me throughout all of my childhood and even now as an adult. So but there are some really interesting Thanks. things. Yes, Jen. Basically, get your balls out of your purse and put them on. Put them on. Let's roll. So, you know, it, it is interesting to talk about because we are in a very, very male-dominated industry. When I started trading grain, oh, God, 13 years ago now, uh, there were two other women traders in the state that I knew of. Um, you know, maybe there were three or four overall. Um, it was a very, very, very small percentage of of marketers or, or um, grain traders that were female. Some of my my very initial experiences with it were, you know, for one, a lot of folks were really surprised. Everyone assumed I was the one writing the checks or um, working on the accounting side. And I even had a guy call one time that said, you know, hey, can I speak to one of the guys? I knew exactly what he was looking for and I knew it was my department, but I said, sure, here you go and transferred him over to one of the guys and he came back to me. So that was always a good time. (laughs) Um, That was that was a fun adventure. But so I have my partners in crime here with me today. I've got Jen. Hello. And Karen. Right here. And uh, we're going to chat a little bit about uh, gender and and agriculture and all of that great stuff that goes along with it. Right, gals? Yep. So... We're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to try not to <laughs> people off, too. That's our goal. So, um, you know, kind of branching off from the experience that I've had you know, in most of the time since then, uh, that guy came back and and uh, um, said, hey, I, I need to talk to you with his tail between his legs. And never once have I rubbed it in. But, Jenny, have you seen anything like that? I mean, you you're out hauling hogs. You're doing all kinds of stuff that I could not do. Um, what kind of experiences, any good stories that you have on anything like that? You know, the more we talked about this and the more we thought about doing this topic, and I talked to Chris about this as well, I just honestly have had very little bad experience. Of course, I I don't know whether it's a little bit of my stupidity. Um, I just, I'm not a, I'm not out to prove anything, and so... I'm not afraid to not know something. I don't. I And if I don't know, sometimes I just pull the dumb blonde card. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. I use that often. It's not, it's not worth it sometimes to me. But now, to be honest, I've never, I've never encountered, encountered it really bad. Um, to be honest, if I go to the John Deere store for parts, most of the time I don't know what I'm there for. So if someone says, well, do you know what you need? I'm like, yeah, let's just call Chris. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm not mechanically minded, so I don't have anything to prove that I need to be, I guess. Maybe that's just me. I like that because I'm the same way. Um, and so, yeah, I don't really have, aside from the the guy asking to talk to one of the guys, which I, I can't, I can't hold that against him. Um, 
I really haven't run into to any sort of extremely negative situation, but I've in at the same time I've always found guys willing to explain stuff to me if I asked a question. So that's that's yeah been nice. for sure. Um, Karen, how about yeah. you? You're you're on the other side. I mean, you've got you have a male partner, um, in business, mm-hmm. and you work with. <laughs> I had to, you also have a male partner in life, but. Um, how about you? How has uh, your experience been? I mean, I would say we only have maybe, I'd say, three women who ever come to any of our meetings. And um, one comes consistently and the other two are kind of here and there. But um, I would just say, I mean, there aren't a lot of female agronomists out there. I mean, there's getting to be more. Uh, but I've just had a couple instances. I mean, there's been farmers who've been assholes to me, but, you know, technically they're just ass- it really didn't have anything to do with me. I, you know, and I think that's the thing is that some people are just assholes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we have some clients that prefer to call John and that's fine. I have some clients that I prefer that they call John too. Right. <laughs> and then that way I don't have to deal with them. But I mean, that's for me, though, I have that luxury because I'm self-employed. You know, I don't really have to work with anyone that I don't want to. But I had another little instance when I used to work in the corporate world. Um, we were digging a hole out in this field for this field day and it had to be, you know, about two foot across in diameter and about, I don't know, a spade, spade deep. And, uh, there were like five guys standing around and John's like, you want to dig a hole? And I looked around and I said, uh, no. (laughs) I'm like, why would I dig a hole? There's five guys that are all bigger than me standing around here. (laughs) And there was this younger girl. I mean, I had been out of grad school, so I was probably 24, and there was this younger girl who's probably, I don't know, just out of college, 22, and she was so offended that I wouldn't dig the hole that she grabbed the shovel and dug it herself in front of all these guys. And I'm like, I don't have anything to prove by digging a See, freaking hole. Right, and I think that's that's part of it. I mean, yeah, I can dig a hole, but yeah, why would I choose why? to dig a hole? If right. I'm not burying my husband in it, screw bar- digging a hole. Like that. I know how to... I know how to operate. Hiding evidence. There's a big difference. And that's, I mean, that's, I can, can do a lot of things, but I don't have to. I mean, I guess. But what, what, what did digging that hole prove that she could, I mean, it didn't prove that she was, you know, equal in any way. Or better agronomy by any means. And so, yeah. Um, And that's just it. I mean, it it leads us, we, we asked on Twitter, um, you know, all of us asked our followers, you know, who do you choose to do business with? And, and the choices were a man, a woman, or the most knowledgeable person. Results were 20% preferred a male, 5% preferred female, and 75% preferred the most knowledgeable out of 1,303 votes, which I think is a, a very good response for one. And I think it's interesting to show that, you know, in today's day and age, um, most folks don't care what your gender is. They just want you to know um answers to the questions that they're asking they want their questions answered yeah yeah and some did say that the reason for liking female liking a female um counterpart or for someone to work with less arrogance less sales pitch more prepared no macho issues to deal with i can't take that i can't take that away from anyone i mean the women that i work with are, are pretty good but i also work with some men that are are equally good at some of those things i will say that i think it is a a gender stereotype that's somewhat accurate that women are better multitaskers um right. than men you know not to take that away as, as karen as Karen tosses a bag of Skittles out to a child. That's just it. Well, she records the podcast. Did you guys see that? Right. The the one with the kid that came in during the BBC interview? The kid and then the kid came yeah, in the walk. Did you see the one with the the remake with the woman? And while she's doing the interview, like she feeds the baby or feeds the kid and sends cooks him on her way and cooks dinner and cleans the toilet and all that. That's how I feel sometimes before the babysitter gets here. I feel like that woman where I'm like, hold on just a second. I'm also cleaning the toilet while I answer this question. We need to link to that. I need to yeah, see it. Yeah, we'll post it. We can. We'll share it because I think yeah. it's hilarious. But um, so do men have an issue or do women just assume there will be an issue? I'm going to shut up and listen to your guys' response on that one. I think to it me? can go both ways. Um, yeah. I, I think it. I think it can go both ways. I think that it's it's a personality thing uh, whether you're male or female i think you know women can be don't get me wrong i mean i can be a lot um 
So I, I don't think that all women are great and men have macho issues. I think that it's a personality thing. I can agree with that. How about you, Karen? What do you what do you think? I agree. I mean, I don't think most men have an issue. I think if they do, they're generally of an older generation. Mm-hmm. You know, when I look at farmers who are my age, they they, you know, they've grown up with women in those roles the whole time. I don't think they've, you know, it's not uncommon mm-hmm. to them. And um, and some women, you know, I just wonder if maybe it's, you know, they assume there's going to be a problem. Maybe it's an insecurity and not really, um, you know, maybe they're just insecure about what they're getting into or, or they just don't have For the confidence sure. yet. If they're particularly if they're younger and, and, you know, new to their job. Oh, I agree. Well, not just not even just that. The other day I would haul a load of hogs over to Rushville to the buying station and um, there were three guys standing around ready to watch me back the trailer in to unload the hogs. And I'll be honest, finally I turned around and said, you boys are going to have to go away because we'll be here forever if you watch me try to back this trailer because it intimidates me a little yeah. bit. See, I would have just gotten out and said, back yeah. it up yourself. <laughs> well, I have done that as well. And most people, the problem with that is most people don't want to get in and out of a truck with hogs uh, for yeah. contamination purposes. And I've learned that. But I finally rolled my window down and the guys were just staring at me. I said, you guys are going to have to walk away because you're intimidating me and we'll be here all day, me trying to back this trailer. You walk away, I'll have it backed in 60 seconds. Yeah. And I did. Um, but I didn't want anybody watching oh, me. Oh, I don't want anyone watching me either. And, you know, I think to to build on what Karen said is I think part of it is we're told there's an issue. I think that that uh, there's a certain expectation that women are, are in general going to be treated as a lesser um, of the two sexes. And the reality is I have I have not really experienced that. And if I have, I've made the decision that that's not someone I'm I'm going to work with anyway um you know when it comes down to it so um you know and and i think a lack of confidence i think after you you've worked with several men and and gotten more comfortable or or built that confidence that you know what you're talking about um you know i think there's a a part in that too i i think it comes from experience and age yeah you know I mean, it really does. Yeah, I definitely Um, thought, and I look back on it, and I always thought that uh, um, people treated me like I knew less when I was in my early to mid-20s in this industry. (laughs) I did. I didn't know half of the stuff I know now, you know? So, yeah, I did know less. And it wasn't because I was female. It was because I was 24, um, right. You know, you know what I mean? So, um, so men mentioned also that their wives prefer them to work with men. So have you guys run into any issues? Karen, have you run into any issues where a wife has, has felt uncomfortable with you working with her husband or have you kind of been able to skirt that issue? I, I haven't, but you know, I'm not one that hops in the combine or sits close in the tractor. You know, that's not, at that time of year, I'm, you know, doing soil samples and things like that. So, I mean, the closest I would have gotten would be, you know, I'm on a four-wheeler in the same field while they're in the combine. So, um, but no, I've never had anyone question calling or anything like that. Um, yeah. I guess I'm not intimidating to wives, but that's okay. <laughs> right. How about you, Jen? Have you ever, I mean, as, as the shoe on the other foot. Uh, have you ever felt uncomfortable with uh, Chris working with a female? If I have an attractor with Chris, are you going to get upset with me, Jen? Right, yeah, probably not. I, uh, I So when we started talking about this, I actually texted Chris and said, you know, we've been married 25 years. I, I think I've forgotten most of it. Um, I, I texted him and I said, um, did I, when we were first married, did I ever tell you or get angry or jealous if you worked with a female, uh, salesman or feed salesman? And he's like, no, never. And I said, oh, good. That makes me feel better. And he goes, but look at me. Do I look like someone, someone's going to come on to? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I love you, but. Oh, Chris, you're hot. Come on. Yeah. And, and so he was like, no. And I'm like, okay, thank God, because I didn't think I did. But, you know, when you're first married, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I said, so, so I reversed the question. I said, do you, you know, get upset if I talk to male salesmen? And he said, um, no, not really. So 
obviously he thinks I'm about as good looking as he thinks he is. So, you know, um, it doesn't bother me. Uh, our our uh, feed salesman has been a woman for, well, she's always been a woman her entire <laughs> life. That didn't come out right. Um, the one we have dealt with her uh, for 15 years now, um, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm oblivious to the situation or I don't know. Sometimes or you're just I, secure. I I'm secure or, or maybe I'm hoping someone will come along. I don't I dare know. you to take him. <laughs> I triple dog. Dare yeah. You. And that's, I've never really yeah. had an issue with any wives either um, that I know of, but I'm like, Karen, I, I do not ride in the combine. Um, I do not, you know, I don't necessarily put myself in that situation because it's not part of my job to me. Um, you know, now right. if right. I had sold seed or, or, you know, wanted to check and see how something was yielding or something like that, you know, I've been invited. Hey, why don't you come out and ride in the combine? I just don't feel like it's a, a good position to put myself in. I just, well, for one, I have a bubble. So I am. <laughs> I was going to say, I have personal space too. And personal I don't necessarily space. want to yeah, be that close. I'm always afraid yeah. my breath stinks. It comes from my mom. She was always like, oh, did you have garlic for lunch? Yeah, three days ago. <laughs> You know, so I'm always afraid that I'm that person that my breath, you know, like I'm sitting there talking like and have stinky breath or, you know, and I have a bubble and I'm not, you know, I'm not 105 pounds by any means, nor will I ever be. And uh, so like my my space issue is part of it. And so that's I've never been in that situation. Um, Now, I do have customers that I have very, very good working relationships with. you know, and, and I have customers whose wives I have very good working relationships with um, to where I think that's part of the key is that to be open to dealing with either one or, you know, not just uh, business isn't always especially farm isn't always one on one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the other thing to remember, too, is, you know, so we don't sell seed and we don't sell chemicals, but there are other women who do. And. But I think it's important to make sure that you're cognizant of how the, you know, entire operation feels. Yeah. You know, if you know right. that you're upsetting a wife, then you need to do something different. You need to different. figure something out. And, right. and right. you know, and I can understand why a wife would get upset. I mean, I'm I'm pretty secure. I think I'm a hell of a catch. Um, but there's still times where I may side-eye someone, you know, like, get away from my man. Oh, I... I totally side-eyed Cinderella down in Disney World once, so <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So, and it's... I was about to punch that that's princess. What, that's what... I'm warning you with my eyes, Cinderella. Oh, totally. And and I, my, kids are, my kids are here. This is a family place, but lady, I'm watch gonna it. I'm going to knock you out. And that's what, you know, and, and so going back to the side eye conversation and, and the fact that there are some wives that are uncomfortable with it, for whatever reason it may be, we don't need to know. I don't care what the inner workings of a relationship are to where you have developed some sort of feeling that your space or your possession or and it, it may not be an insecurity it may just be a preference yeah, you know exactly right. and that's what i really enjoyed the and to the woman in my husband's combine blog that came out when did that come out last mm-hmm. fall oh oh yeah at least yeah, yeah and we'll post a link to it but it was basically a, a wife saying that she understood that it was part of the woman's job and that she did not feel uncomfortable with her being in that position and you know and i'll be completely and she didn't want to yeah. limit her, you know, by not letting her ride in the combine with her And I'll husband. be completely honest. Before I read it, I expected it to be like, I'm going to kill you and your dog and your sleep. You know what I mean? Like, Well, and there were some responses like that from from some people. So, Well, and I think some of that comes down to um, the other person. Like, say, you know, if Chris knew I had a problem, I don't. But if he if he thought or he knew I had a problem, then it's partially his responsibility to make sure we have a happy marriage and he better be watching yeah. it you know i mean i mean if he let that disney cinderella into his combine, right he would have hell to pay and oh he would reason. believe me That's, yeah and, and so yeah i think it comes down to respecting on both sides and and like i said whether or not we understand why just because you're secure um or you not right and i don't even want to say that just because it, it isn't necessarily an insecurity just because you don't care 
doesn't mean that someone else has to. Right. And so. And I think it's important to, you know, make sure you take into the feelings of both the husband and the wife when you're working with an operation. And I think, I think that comes down to as well is if you call and the wife answers the phone and just, if you have to play stupid, say, Hey, I got some information here. Do you want me to call Chris or do you, can you take it or do you want it? Because sometimes I'll be honest. I'll be like, yeah, I got nothing to do with that. You better call Chris, you know, or if it's when to deliver hogs, I'm like, yeah, let me know so that, because I'll be hauling them. But if it's like a chemical delivery, I'm like, yeah, I don't want anything to do with that. You better call Chris, you know, just don't treat, treat others like they're stupid because they may have, they may be writing the checks. Yeah. yeah, it's very true. Do you guys think this is a source of yeah. contention in other fields or is it unique to agriculture? I don't know. Oh, I, I think asked it's everywhere. This, well, I asked this on Twitter and one of the ladies said, she works in a corporate environment and she said, you know, I've never thought of my coworkers' spouses as an issue. Yeah. Oh, but then, you know, they're not, you know, they're not in close quarters. I mean, they're probably in cubicles and and whatnot. So I I think it's an issue everywhere. I Hmm. think it it may be a little bit different um, in our industry because we we have that combine tractor ride along change. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like that. Aside from that. Yeah, it's not coming in and sitting across from somebody at a desk. Yeah. In a public place. I mean, it's it's uh, right. you know, there are. Sure. It's secluded, it, you know, in the, the back reality is, is it's not like agriculture right. is the only industry that's ever had affairs take place or whatever. You know what I mean? It, it happens everywhere. And which is evident, you know, there was a big dust up here a couple weeks ago uh, with Vice President Mike Pence. So he's had a rule that he won't eat alone with a woman or go to an event with alcohol without his wife present. And so many people were just aghast by that. Um, you know, why would you do that? It's 2017. You're fully capable, blah, blah, blah. And you saw all of these people kind of picking on the the, re- the relationship rules that he and his wife have developed over the years in order to feel comfortable. Um, well, and they acted as if he made these rules to limit yeah. women and not, you know, not work with them, which I thought was a little a little bit far. Yeah, very much far. Well, I, well, I think honestly, in politics, I mean, you know, you're worried about your reputation. So obviously, if they see you out with a young staffer, there's rumors are going to fly. And two, I mean, if you're in politics there, my God, there always has to be at least two people around to go to dinner with. I mean, you can't tell me that there's not another person. That well, can't I still, go with think them. the same thing in ag. I've never had a one on one dinner with a customer that I can think of. Yeah. You, I don't, and, I, I, you and I are going to right? dinner, Angie. <laughs> Jen, don't hit on her. On you so hard. <laughs> I mean, I go out to dinner with John when we're, you know, at meetings and yeah. stuff. But well, I, don't... I guess I've been out to dinner with my boss. But I mean, but... even if I, yeah, I mean, if I went with a grower, I mean, I don't. I guess I don't. Nothing is coming to mind. But I mean, sometimes you know, there's more than one in the operation too. So, I mean, it's not like we're having a, you know, a romantic picnic in the back forty. I mean, we're probably at the local yeah. restaurant, you know, where everyone else is. Yeah. So, but I just, I don't know. I just, you know, people can make their own rules in their own relationships. And I don't think it has to affect anyone else. I don't think Mike Pence's choices, you know, were to try and limit somebody else's advancement, which is what they're trying to make it out to be. And they are. And I think a lot of that times that comes down to the same people who are, who are now claiming he's limiting women are probably the same women if he went out one-on-one with a woman would be accusing him of something else. Yeah. Adultery. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same people taking both sides just to cause trouble. Yeah. And you see that. Right. I mean, if he doesn't want to go out to eat alone with a woman, then, you know, don't yeah. go. You know, right. And I think I looked at it as, you know, that's just the decision he and his wife made. And that's how he's showing respect to her. And I don't think it intentionally disrespects anyone else. No. Well, and protecting himself. I mean, it's I mean, right. He's a, he's I a mean, even figure. even if he had a woman who was his chief of staff, that doesn't mean that she wouldn't have an assistant or there wouldn't be another male that could go out to eat with them at the same yeah. time. Or that she wouldn't want somebody to go with them, too. I mean, right. If that- if that were her rule, people would be, you know, these people complaining would be all, oh, well, that's only for her protection. That's yeah. great. The struggle that we have is is you want to be treated as, as an equal, and you are. 
I mean, you are an equal. Obviously, if you're going to have a, a dinner conversation or something of that nature, you are an equal. There's a difference, a significant difference between being, quote unquote, treated as an equal and putting yourself in a position that could go off the rails. Think- right. And that's yeah. just. That's and, just and, not, and just as a perspective, not even, you know, maybe it won't go off the rails, but if somebody perceives yeah. it as something else, that's really all and it that's, needs. And that's the, the society that we live in is is no matter what, no matter how um, platonic a relationship can be between a, a male and a female, someone can always plant. A There's seed. always. A yes, scandal. exactly. And so yeah. I, I have no issue with that whatsoever. You know, and, and like I said, going back to the combine thing and the tractor thing. You know, I've never really put myself that I can can remember in a situation to where there would be questions as to whether or not, you know, something like that. But even in that regard that I've never put myself in a situation like that, there's still always a a rumor or seven, you know, because I was Mm -hmm. single throughout much of my the middle of my career. Um, You know, so everyone was always assuming that I was out. I guess chasing tail or something, and I I never was because I don't like tail. I'm I had the, <laughs> a pretty private person. I had the same experience. I mean, I worked with John at a large insurance company, and we would travel and whatnot. And so people started making up rumors, and I was like, you know, I just told him, I'm like. You may not appreciate what I did, but I told them that you know I knew when you were gone. So the person I was actually having the affair with was your wife, right. not you. <laughs> Right. I mean, if they're going to throw rumors, I'm going to throw better rumors. I mean, right. Yeah. Something to talk about. If you're going to be stupid, you might as well. And that's, yeah. yeah. And so that is frustrating. That is the one thing that I would say is something that we will forever struggle to overcome. Um, But it's just part of the the territory is, you know, you've got to be cognizant of the fact that people are going to try to start rumors. Um, You don't want to put yourself in, in a situation to where um it can get legs you know what i mean like right not everyone has the best exactly that's you you don't go if you're a a young female in the industry um you don't go meet with a potential customer in a hotel room by yourself right where yeah and if you're a young male yeah if you're a young male in the industry you don't go meet with the girls talk ag podcast staff in a hotel room trouble. because right. yeah. Journey will start playing in the wine will Unless go. you bring them booze yeah. and Cheetos. And then Unless you bring them, them the booze and Cheetos, leave them at exactly. the door and That's leave. That's all we want you for. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I did see something that was really interesting, kind of building off from the the results of men, men man, woman, or most knowledgeable person working with. And I, I think it is something that the younger generation of farmers coming up um, can kind of go with or or kind of have a a similar story adam kasner from missouri said i grew up working on the farm with a mom that can outwork most men taught me to look past gender and at the value of the person instead and i thought that was pretty awesome and i think that's commonplace can i can i just say i love this man adam's Um, a good guy anyway i mean seriously oh my gosh you know if my if my kids i would I would pay my kids to say that about me. (laughs) It's much nicer when it's organic. I have to wonder if his mom has Twitter. Right. You know, it might be. She might. But, oh, God love him. Even if she told him to say that, which I'm sure she didn't. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, he said it on Twitter. out loud. And I think Um, there's there's a big group of guys that will say the same thing because, you know, we really have benefited um, and I was a woman studies minor in college while I was getting my weed science degree. Um, you know, That's so I really just enjoyed the um, looking at our how how far we've come, you know, because now we're, we are considered equals in a lot of ways. This wasn't the case even 50 years ago. You know what I mean? And and uh, um, so I think there's a whole generation or two generations of guys coming up now that their mom has done done it all and as much as she could anyway, where she's out moving pipe or driving tractor or running the grain cart, you know, and maybe this is, it, it, I'm sure it's been going on forever. Just look at the women that, that settled the planes and, and things like that. I mean, they were busting their ass right along too. Um, but I think now guys are, are able to notice it and, and, uh, 
see just how great it was almost. And maybe I'm wrong in that, but I think that's why the door has been open for, for women to be much more active or much more involved in the industry than, than maybe they were thought to be involved even 20, 20 years ago. I, yeah, I think it's great. Now I, I will say the other day, um, I was, uh, hooking up the livestock trailer while my 14 year old son sat in the pickup truck and you know to hook up a gooseneck you have to put the tailgate down back over the ball you know lower it down you have to crawl up in the bed to hook the safety chains up and I was thinking about this podcast and I thought to myself well I am capable of doing this but when do you teach boys or your sons manners so you know and Chris was like well you can't have your cake and eat it too you know you can't expect him to get out and hook up the trailer for you but say you want to be treated like an equal and that's valid but where do you teach your son manners I don't think teaching him to get out and hook the trailer up is taking away um it's kind of like the whole thing you know having your kid dig the hole yeah um is right. not taking away from your daughter's advancement. I mean, Karen, what do you think? You're okay. The- and, and yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, it's teaching him to be helpful isn't taking away from, you know, mm-hmm. teaching him that you can do the same things. I mean, obviously, if you're the one that's showing him how to do it, you can do it. Yeah, you just right. raised him True. for 14 True. years without any sort of catastrophic anything. And so now... Is the time to right. put him to work. No, and he parole. owes you at this point, so he should he get his butt out there and do it for you. <laughs> um, so I have validation to make him yeah. hook the trailer up. Once for he me hooks now. the trailer okay, up, good. make him go in and do the dishes. That's balance. <laughs> oh, there you go. Balance. I like that. No, but you know, it did occur to me, you know, we, we want to be treated as equals. We should be treated as equals, but, you know, there is that, that line between, you know, teaching manners and, well, there's still common yeah. courtesy. I mean, well, there's right. a generational thing, too. There's yeah. nothing wrong with a 14-year-old who's more capable of, of bending over or doing the heavy lifting or... Jumping in the back yeah. of the pickup. <laughs> Crawling in yeah. the back of the pickup truck so his 47-year-old mother yeah. doesn't have to. I mean, to. really, when it comes down to it, and, and, that, and that leads us to, you know, is this issue that we're talking about right now, is it a generational thing? Are, are the older, is the older generation one that still kind of struggles with the women's involvement or quote unquote equal rights or anything like that? I mean, I have a friend who struggles with her father-in-law thinking, you know, that she should be in the kitchen making everyone some pancakes instead of on the farm. Yeah. Have you guys dealt with that? Do you think it's a generational thing? Like, is it? God, I I hope it's a generational thing so that my daughters don't have to deal with that. Yeah, and I, you know, I I would say that maybe the older generation, it might have taken me a little bit more time to win over their trust, um, whereas guys who are closer in my age or at least under 50 are probably more used to having women around in I the agree. field. But, I mean, I don't think that's bad. I mean, there are, we have older, I have some older clients now who call me too, but, you know, maybe it took them a while to warm up to me or maybe it just took them a while to get to know yeah. me, but I don't think... And do you think there's a difference? And maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. I don't know. When you're on a farm, if there is a female working, is there? Do you think there's a difference between, um, well, like you said, your your friend with her uh, father-in-law? You know, is there a difference? Like, would that father-in-law be willing to deal with a female salesman or agronomist like Karen? But it's a little tougher to deal with a female Daughter. family member yeah. working on the farm. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, some guys are just curmudgeons. Yeah, you know, you know they you are. Just can't figure them well, out. Well, and that's, but. I mean, I'm trying to think of, of, I have some older customers, but I'm also a different trader. You know what I mean? So I'm not your traditional deliver to the elevator. Um, deli- you know, I'm not your end user buyer, blah, blah, blah. So there are some, some of the older generation that they just don't understand what my use is as a buyer. You know what I mean? Um, I would say the bulk mm-hmm. of my customers at this point in time are between 25 and 50. But I can't say that's because people over 50 don't want to work with me. Like that's not, um, you know, but I could could tell you that if I if if Carl and I were to to move back to to northern Wisconsin and work with his family, I would imagine that I would butt heads with my father in law, not because he 
you know, doesn't understand the value of a woman per se, but because he isn't used to them being active on the farm. And right. I'm a daughter-in-law. It's different. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that he wouldn't work with a woman buyer. Right. It's, that, it's family. Right. It's family. And so I think that that throws another wrench in the work. And that, you know, it's, it's interesting because that's, there's a difference between working with family and working with someone, um, you know, outside of that. And there, there are young women that are coming into the industry that mention, you know, this is a concern of them is that they think it would be dif- difficult or men don't want women telling them how to run their farm. You know, first thing, first, no one wants anyone telling them how to run their farm. Man or tell them to yeah. do anything. And that's not right. your job. No matter what you think, you know, coming in as a consultant, coming in as a salesperson, coming in as whatever, you can give suggestions. My very common line is, if it were me, I would... And see, I go by the thing is, you know, these are yeah. your options. It's still right. your money and you have to be comfortable with yes. your decision. And it's not. I think that goes. Yeah, I think that goes back to advocating. Everybody says only you can tell your story. Well, only you can make your decisions. Yeah. yeah. And so it, to come in with the idea or the the attitude that you're going to tell someone, you know, first of all, I don't care how much education you have until you've worked in agriculture for a set amount of years you really have no concept of w- how it is on a year-to-year basis, for one. For But even then, I mean, people have different, you know, different issues that they deal with in different fields. And, I mean, no two operations are the same regardless of yeah. where they are. I mean, there's so many things that are so many variable factors that you just can't. I mean, you, you can't be in their shoes because you exactly. aren't them. And and you can hire somebody to do your consulting for anything, whether it's, you know, passing the farm down or, you know, agronomy advice. But the, the deal is, is that you still have to make your own decisions and the person giving you the advice has to realize that because um, you know things that that person giving you advice didn't even realize was part yeah. of the equation. Yeah, right. And you have to be comfortable with how you're spending your own money. Yeah, right. And and if you're paying someone for their advice, then their advice is take it or leave it. You're still paying. Whether you take their advice or not, them giving the advice, they've done their job. Right. And it made you think about maybe things that you didn't think about. When it, right. But yeah, but you have to, I mean, it's still your farm and it's still your fiscal responsibility and you still have to be the one. to. And it doesn't matter if it's a male or female telling you those things. It's that. Right. But as a consultant, you you don't tell people what to do. You just give them options. And I think that was, that's the issue. I think, I, I think you can't walk in with so to speak, a chip on your shoulder. You can't walk in thinking, well, I'm a female. They're not going to listen yeah. to me. Or you you just have to yeah. do your job. Yeah. And well, you can't walk in as a male and think that you know everything in the world and right. you're right and they're wrong either. Yeah. So that's right. it, Yeah. And I so I think when it all comes down to it, it's it's not a, a young woman coming in issue. It's a young person coming in issue. And, and so it's, it's both right. genders. Exactly. And it. it it's an attitude yes, issue. Exactly. And yeah. so, um, you know, I, I, we've had some conversations um, also about uh, women in ag conferences. I love them. I'm going to put that out there. Um, I, I do. I, I, now it, it does concern me and a lot of people will say you can't have, you know, you can't want to be an equal and then isolate yourself. And, and I get that. Um, but I've, I've spoken at several and I, I will tell you that, um, the one nice thing about them is it does open the door for females or women who may not feel comfortable otherwise to come in and, and ask questions or speak their thoughts, you know, and secondly, um, I've been to the male dominated conferences as well, your top producers, things like that. And a lot of the husbands that show up with their wives to those are looked at as bringing the old ball and chain, you know, and oh, or you have to attend the women's yeah, where you have program. To. So you attended any? What's your what's your t- you are not a fan. Honest. 
I, you know, it's not that I'm not a fan, so to speak. I, I haven't attended any myself. Um, I know everything. Right. I don't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Um, if I go, I usually tag along with Chris. Um, I've. I'm trying to think. I don't attend conferences. I don't I do school well, and conferences are school to me. I did, but see, that was because somebody paid our way, and yeah, we, were we met a get top drinks. producer and got it was DPS. Yeah, wasted. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't do well in school. Chris Chris loves conferences. I don't. I tend to doodle and Twitter and not pay attention. So I, I now in all fairness, I'll be perfectly honest here. Um, I wouldn't attend an all women's conference because sometimes women are really competitive and it's bitchy. True. <laughs> yeah. Can I say that? I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Um, They're judgy. They are judgy. I, you know what? I just tend to get along. I can play kind of the dumb blonde card at a guy's conference and be like, <laughs> I yeah. don't understand. But women, women kind of get one up each yeah. other. I'm probably, I probably just. No, no. Video, I, I, the, for one, I, this, our podcast is our opinion and that's the beauty part, you know, about it. Um, And, you know, like, I love you guys. I can hang out with you. I'll, you know, and I. I don't want to say I love women, but I do. But, you know, I have tons of friends. But to to be at something like that with only women, oh, I don't know. I just don't. That's How just about not you, Karen? What have you seen? I guess. Well, I haven't attended any of the bigger ones, and I'm a little bit conflicted about them. You know, the, you know, treat us equal, but separate us apart. I mean, that's kind of a... I don't know. I'm conflicted about that. I have gone to a couple of more local events. And I guess for me, I, I went once when I was like a, a new mom and I thought, oh, I'm going to go outside my box. I'm going to, you know, find some more people, you know, find a, a tribe type thing. And I was really disappointed in the fact that it was, I thought it would be peer to peer interactions. And it, there were so many college and high school kids that I didn't even really talk to anyone who was in my same situation. And so I guess... That really disappointed me. Um, but like I said, I've only been to a couple of just really small local things here in central Illinois. I haven't been to any of the larger conferences. Yeah. I think the the whole connecting with your tribe thing, I think, you know, like people, oh, let's go to the mom group because we have moms the same or kids the same age. I think a lot of that comes from just randomness you know you can try to get together with people like that like but i think that some of that just comes from random everyday social things. media you find finding your tribe, your tribe. social you know, media if it weren't for twitter yeah. i wouldn't have found you guys that may not but fit in here but i right. i can tell you True. that the executive women in ag conference in chicago that farm journal puts on and i'm not just saying that because i do their round table and i i do a breakout session at all it is the best conference that I go to. Um, and, and that out of every conference I go to every year. And that's simply because there's, you know, three to 500 women there. Um, you get to, to meet people from your own state. They have conversations that are, that range from, you know, embracing certain parts of, of being a farm mom or being an, um, a woman in agriculture, or, you know, how to, to manage your time and, and, you know, this, that, and the other thing that are, are important things that you're not going to hear about at a male conference that are maybe something that, you know, cause let's call a spade a spade here. No matter how much we want to be the same, we have different things in our lives that right our husbands don't necessarily deal with, you know, um, I, I enjoy it because it, it gives a marketing outlook. It gives a, a agronomic side of things and it gives the, the personal. So it's, it's, to me, it's a very good conference. I love seeing the younger women come in. Um, you know, your 18 to, to 25 year old women, because there's a lot of kick-ass women that are there that are showing, um, showing them that they don't need to come out of grad school with a chip on their shoulder or come out of school with a chip on their shoulder because women are already um, in the industries that they're working towards and, and doing well in it. So I, that's why I like the, the women in ag part on, on that side is just a role model thing. Because when I started in the industry, like I said, there, there weren't any women really to, to look up to. And so I enjoy being able to, now, to introduce that side of it. Right. 
And I think it would be different for me if I wasn't, if I was in the, I don't want to say in the industry, but if I were in a more corporate setting or, yeah, you know, I'm not, it, a lot of those aren't going to do me personally any good here. I, there's nothing for me to implement yeah. here on the farm. But at the from a same time, I tell you, know, you what, I'd be pissed off if there were an all-male conference that I wouldn't, if I wasn't allowed. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, totally. So it's hard to be like, no, the all-women conferences are the best thing in the whole wide world. And if I couldn't go to top producer, I would, you know, burn the building down. I'd be I'd be so pissed. <laughs> so I see that side of things, um, you know, definitely. And, and uh, um, you know, it's the same thing as, as uh, you know, just career fairs for girls in the industry and stuff like that. It, it's to me, mm-hmm. I, I love it. I, I spoke at a women, women in ag conference a couple weeks ago. And the one thing that I enjoyed is that there were young women there um, that I got to talk to about working with customers and so as a an older male perhaps um the communication side wouldn't have been the same because women communicate differently than than a lot of men and and so they were able to ask questions on you know what if this happens or what if this customer tells me this or what if this and i don't think they would have been comfortable to ask that in a group of of both genders and so i do see the the positive side but i also understand um, the negative side of you want to be included, but you're isolating, you're separating yourself sort of deal. Um, and so it's hard. But how can how can it be OK to have, you know, yeah. an all girls career fair and not ha- not have the yeah. same thing for the boys? You know, maybe the boys want to hear about communications or public relations or nutrition, you know, things that typically are more female dominated in the industry and they don't have those options either. So I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know, it's kind of an uphill battle, but I feel like if you're going to do, especially for the younger crowd, if you're going to do one, then you have to do the other. Now, top producer, I don't know much about, but I mean, I'm assuming it's mostly male. So maybe that kind of is considered a male conference, but I mean, if a guy tried to sign up for the Executive Women in Ag conference, yeah, what would like happen? there's like three guys there, and nine times out of ten, one's my husband holding my purse. <laughs> and the rest yeah, just want to steer clear. I mean, Carl goes, and when I do the U.S. Farm Report roundtable, he holds my purse. And then people ask him what it's like to be... Yeah, That's he, awesome. He's had several people ask him, you know, what's it like to be married to a woman in, in agriculture and... You know, and he plays dumb. He he doesn't tell him what he does. He doesn't tell him that, you know, he's syndicated just the same as is what I am and blah, blah, blah. He just plays dumb about it. And it's like, yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah. Plays he husband. plays the husband role that's expected. And and so it's it's always kind of fun. But, um, you know, I enjoy it. I would be sad if they they took it away. But I also understand um, I understand the the side of it where it's like, wait a minute. You know, like you said, if if a male tried to sign up and couldn't, um, but it, I wonder how that would work. I would imagine that they would. But so to wrap this up today, um, you know, we're we're getting towards the tail end of this topic here, and I think we've we've talked about as much as we possibly could on it. What piece of I advice know. do you have for a woman in egg, Jen? I'll let you go first. I always put you on the 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 hot seat first. So eh, that's all right. You know, to be quite honest, mine's pretty blunt. Suck it up, get your balls out, and do your. Now, job. do I have to bleep balls, or is that <laughs> is it better if you just say testicles? I wouldn't, but that that's kind of a household rule around here. Raising my kids, that's one of my rules. Get your balls Good out call. of your purse. Toughen, toughen up. up, get some thicker skin. That makes sense to me, Karen. What do you? No got? kidding. Um, when we asked some of these questions on Twitter, one of the th- ones that responded was Holly Spangler. And she said, you know, do good work, be known for it. And I think that's that's important. You know, just do your job, do it well. And, you know, good things See, will come from it. That's so much nicer than the way I phrased it. that's why we love you, Jen. <laughs> that's, I know. Somebody has to. If we were all to. the same, we wouldn't right? all be necessary, <laughs> Jen. If we were all the same, we'd only have to have one of us. Um, my advice is, is just building on the same thing. Um, don't come into it with a preconceived notion that your, your life is going to be harder, um, because you are a, a woman in ag. Um, as a, uh, my piece of advice 
to the men out there is always think of the women that you're working with as your your daughter or a, a young female that you know in the industry or your wife. Or your wife. Or, or yeah. Your I mean, it, think of it as, as you treat them, you know, how you'd want to treat any other human. Um, and, and that's really it. And, and when it comes down to it, yeah, you do a good, good job and, and be known for it as anyone in the industry, um, male, female, or both do your thing, you know, be you right. Or be both. you love you. Don't change yourself for anyone unless you're an asshole. Um, and then try to be better. Right. Be a <laughs> good human yeah. being. Um, you guys want to add anything else before we call it a day? Pretty sure I said it all. Karen, you got anything? You're good? All righty. Well, we thank you guys for listening again. Um, Really, I I mean, we we cannot say enough about how much we appreciate our listenership. Um, We definitely are are open books here. We definitely want to hear your opinions on this. Uh, Don't be shy or scared. This is, you know, when we first put this podcast together, we stated pretty clearly it was to generate discussion and and to to have good discussions. So uh, if you have anything you'd like to add, definitely let us know. Otherwise, uh, have a fantastic week. Um, Is this the time where I should introduce our our special thing we're, we're adding in, guys? Is this... Should we add that? Should we let? So we're yeah, really definitely. excited Go for it. Um, this week. We're we're going to introduce a secondary or supplemental piece of of podcast work um, and start talking to the hot mess moms and egg because we all be hot messes. And uh, we want to talk to the other hot messes that are out there, hot mess moms and dads. We will talk to a few dads. Um, so this week, later in the week, keep an eye out. Uh, the three of us are going to talk about momming. Uh, what it's like to be a mom, what it's like to to work full time and and do the mom thing, and what it's like to to try to keep your sanity uh, when you're spinning plates. So we're really excited about that. Uh, we hope that the our male listeners want to tune in as well. But when it when it comes down to it, we really are excited. We've had a lot of our female listeners really kind of ask um, for for story time, and so we're gonna give it to them. If for no other. If for no other reason, there'll yes. be cocktails. Involved, we will be drinking, so. perhaps heavily. So we're gonna right keep an eye Always out for heavily. that. That'll be coming out here later this week, and then of course our our regular girls talk ad podcast will still be coming out every Monday. Uh, look for us next week, and uh, until then, have a good one.